0: Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. This week, I interview Alex B. Sheridan, the founder of social media marketing agency called Impacts. He helps people get leads from creating videos on LinkedIn. And this is actually how we met. I kept seeing his videos gaining a lot of traction on LinkedIn. So I reached out to him to see how he was getting so much engagement in what you're about to hear. He shares how he broke through the noise on the platform, the mistakes to avoid when posting videos, how to tell a story with your videos, how you know if your videos are reaching the right people and how to convert those who are watching your videos into customers. He gives a great example using the movie Titanic that you do not want to miss. So if you want to elevate your video content on LinkedIn, this episode is for you. Be sure to subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast and share this episode. Everyone, please welcome today's guest, Alex B. Sheridan. Thank you so much for being here with us, Alex. How are you?
1: I'm happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I'm really good. Really good. You?
0: Awesome. Oh, thank you. I'm very good as well. I'm super excited for this episode because it starts with your story of entrepreneurship. So I know it's kind of a fascinating story. Can you tell us a little bit about how your entrepreneurship journey started?
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, It's been a wild ride so far. I I always for for quite some time, I thought that I would always start my own company. And I was always interested in the the idea of building something from scratch and the creative that can go into it. And so it was always kind of a seed that was in the back of my mind. And last year I decided to go for it. Last year I was like enough of the talk, enough of the ideas. I'm going to put this I'm going to put together a plan and put it into action. And so. I started the business last year. I was gonna help companies increase their sales, generate revenue through more of the traditional sales processes and sales training. I got on LinkedIn last year, started posting unique videos, creative videos. And, and then my whole mindset changed because I was like, oh my gosh, instead of me having to hunt down customers, the customers actually came to me, which was, it was just blew my mind because I hadn't been in this space for a long time. And so I said, I'm gonna change my whole business model. It's gonna to be to create, it's gonna be, still be to help people generate revenue but it's gonna be in a different way. I'm gonna get them to get the customers to come to them as opposed mm. to them having to, to chase down the customers. So uh, that was last year. I made the business change in February of this year where I said 100% I'm going all in on LinkedIn video, social media marketing, this is my this is my deal. This is what I'm, I'm dedicating my entire life to this basically. I'm gonna get as good as I can with it. I'm gonna understand editing, how to outsource, how to create video content and I'm just gonna put everything I got into it. In February, I officially got my first client for this business, and six months later, I was putting in my notice to leave my my corporate job, which was a nice six-figure job with great benefits, good company, and uh, I made the leap. I took the leap of faith.
0: It's so interesting that you started this last year, but you weren't, I guess, in quotations, an expert yet at video content. Right. So you learned it, and then that's what became Yep. the source of your business
1: i learned it because i knew I, I instantly could sense i mean i started creating videos years ago and didn't know what the mm-hmm. hell i was doing and, and abandoned that and wish i hadn't because i knew i knew i was onto something then but as soon as i started creating this content on linkedin and i, and I saw the window for opportunity on linkedin specifically but i just realized right away i was like this is it Like there is the future is video. Ironically, this was before like right before COVID. Right. Mm -hmm. So I was like the future is video. People are going to go more virtual. It's just the way that the the world's trending Mm -hmm. and then COVID hit. And it was like, everything just really went virtual. All the live events went virtual, all the handshake in-person meetings, went Mm -hmm. zoom calls. And so it was like my business really, it was like the timing, literally I started that business in February, COVID hit like three or four weeks later. So it was like, it was just crazy, crazy timing, but it allowed me to, it just sped up the process It sped up the process.
0: So when you started learning about video content, what resources did you go to first? Did you go to people on LinkedIn or were you Googling these things?
1: I just lived it every day. I created videos. Mm-hmm. I made a lot of mistakes. Um, I tested out a lot of different things. I tried things. I bought a green screen to try out different backgrounds and skits and stuff and Really, So really, so, um, I really, what's funny is I bought the green screen originally because I didn't feel like I had a cool enough background. Like mm-hmm. I didn't look the entrepreneurial part, which mm-hmm. is funny. I look back now and I'm like, that was my advantage that I was different, that I was unique, that I was, I didn't look like every other entrepreneur. And which is what I teach. Now you need to unleash your creative, unleash what's special about you, unique about you and use that in your content as part of your strategy to draw people in because nobody's going to be good at being you as you, right? And so everyone has their own unique special gifts, but I got the green screen originally just because I didn't feel like I had a cool enough background. I'm like, let me like put an office behind me or like make it look more legit. Mm
0: -hmm. And then I
1: really quickly, I was like, you know what? I could actually make some funny stuff because naturally that's just how I am. I like to have fun and goof around. And I was like, I could make this sales or marketing call or meeting. I could turn it into something kind of funny, add a couple characters, still have a really good message, but deliver it in an entertaining package that when people are scrolling to the feed, it engaged with them and, get, and it made them want to watch the entire video and then reach out to me and say, hey, what are you doing here? Like, this is crazy. You know, like I, I got to get going on my video game. I got to learn how to draw on the customers. To me, this is, we're tired of having to chase down customers every day. We love for it to build our brand in a unique way and drive the, the traffic into us.
0: And that's how you unleashed your creative is yep. these skits with the green screen.
1: Yep. Yeah, I did skits, all kinds of different skits, rap battles, I mean, you name it.
0: (laughs) I didn't see the rap battle, I have to go look for that that? one. No, you gotta dig a little bit. Yeah, I've seen a lot of your skits, but not not the rap battles. Now that's very, now I'm curious. But before we get into unleashing your creative and the strategy behind it, you said you made a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. So can you tell the listeners maybe a few of your mistakes, how you learned about them, and what we should be doing instead?
1: the two biggest mistakes that I made with video specifically, one, my videos in the beginning were just too long, right? Like I wasn't, I wasn't prepared like four or five minutes. Okay. So for LinkedIn, you know, for YouTube, it's a, it's a search based, you know, Mm -hmm. platform. So people searching searchable content and they consume it for 20, 30 an hour. It might make sense for a platform like LinkedIn or an Instagram, people are searching through the feed. They're scrolling through a feed. So they're not, they're not necessarily stopping and expecting to watch a five or 10 minute video. It's got to be short form content works a lot better. And I was creating these longer videos and I thought I had to explain, which is ironically now the entrepreneurs and founders and business people I coach now, they run into the same problem where they think they need to explain everything in one video. And I'm like, you don't need to do that. Take the one mm-hmm. tip, take the top three things from that 10 minutes and cut it down to a minute or a minute or two. So they were just too long people just, you know, we're we're not consuming them for that reason. The second thing that I started to get really good at that I noticed quickly was that you have to catch people's attention very quickly. So the first three to five seconds, I don't care if you're doing an interview type video, or if it's a podcast that you're repurposing for content, or if it's a skit video or a one-on-one, whatever it is, you got to make sure that first three to five seconds, that window of attention that you get in the feed, that it pops. So if you're doing an interview a minute, two minute long, let's say, take the most engaging part of that interview and you clip that part at three to five seconds and you drop that at the beginning of the interview. That's just one example of how to do it. Mm -hmm. Or you have a really engaging hook in the first three to five seconds where you, you, you say something that you know based on your target audience that it's gonna get them to wanna say, okay, I gotta see how this ends or I gotta see where he's going with this or she's going with this because this is really interesting to me. Versus starting off, a lot of people start off and they're like, hey, it's Alex, you know, I'm gonna talk to you today about a couple things, <laughs> like boom, they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. They're just gone, they're not gonna stay, they're not gonna stay for that long, you gotta hook them. The time is money, their attention, you know, is one of the greatest assets that we have. Our time is everything. And so for somebody to give you their time, you have to earn it.
0: Can you give examples of the titles on how to hook people in?
1: I did a, I did a video, literally, was it Friday? About scrapping your plan B for your plan A. Mm -hmm. Right, And it was a a podcast. I was on Billy's podcast. It was a 40-minute conversation. I got probably four to five pieces of micro content that I broke down from that macro of 45 minutes, the most interesting things that I thought would be relevant to my audience, to entrepreneurs, to founders. And one of the clips was me talking about scrap your plan B and go all in on your plan A. And it's very relatable to my audience, probably to your audience as well. Well, I could have started off the conversation talking about, you know, I started my business and then I finally... What I did is I started off the first four seconds and I said, Billy, it was either I made it with this side hustle or I die. And then it went to a quick Alex B. Sheridan logo thing, like split second. And then it went to the start of where Billy was asking me, the podcast um, host. He was saying, hey, so you talk about scrapping your plan B and going for your plan A, talk to me about what that means to you. And then I started going into the actual, the answer of the question and that, that part was towards the end. I just put it at the beginning because I knew it was going to elicit some emotion for people. Mm -hmm. It was a strong reaction for me. It's like, man, this dude's that convicted that either he was (laughs) going to make it or die. Like I got to figure out how this, (laughs) I got to see what's up with this cat, right? Like this is kind of an interesting story. So that's one example right there, but you'll notice in my, my more creative videos, I may jump out. For example, I did one a couple of weeks ago. I was talking about why your content's not converting to customers. Mm -hmm. And I literally jumped out and I'm like, you ever wonder why you're, you're posting a lot of content, but it's not converting to actual customers, like if that's you in the feed and that's my target audience and they're scrolling through and you're putting out content, which most of my customers are putting out content, it's just not converting when, when they, mm-hmm. before they meet me at least, that I show them how to convert it. But, but so when the, you see that in the feed or you hear that, you're instantly hooked, right? It's like, it's like you wanting to get a six pack abs and you're like, you just can't figure it out. You feel like you're eating healthy, but you're still not getting it. And then someone jumps out and says, you want to know, like, if you ever feel like you're eating a lot of healthy stuff, but you still don't have those abs, mm-hmm. you're instantly like, yeah. And when, what, how do I, what do I do? Like, I show me, please. What are you going to say next? I got to know. What yeah. am I, what do I not know that you, that you can teach me?
0: I would so watch that's, that video.
1: That's, that's the, that's the art of, that's the art of marketing. It's grabbing attention. It's keeping it and it's getting, it's, it's converting it to wherever you want them to go.
0: So that's basically the strategy that you're teaching your clients. It's yes, making sure that you're addressing the answers that people have, the people you're targeting, mm-hmm. making sure you're grabbing their attention in the first few seconds, and then you also mentioned keeping their attention. So how do you make sure that you're keeping their attention throughout the video? If because I know your videos are about three minutes long.
1: Yeah, I try to keep them below that, you know, mm-hmm. but but some of them are up in that range. If it's like a big storytelling video, I try to stay around a minute and a half, two minutes or so, mm-hmm. uh, maybe with the outro, it's three minutes. But a gr- one great way is to tell a story. So, so you don't want to, you want to give away your value. You want to give away the tips, the strategies for free, because that draws people in and it shows that you're credible and they want to work with you. And they figure, mm-hmm. hey, this is what you get for free. What would you get if I hired you? It's It's really quite the value proposition for you to go out there and demonstrate that in the feed. But you have to, you can't give away the entire thing from the beginning. You just got to hook them. And then it's like telling a story, right? You don't get right to the ending of the story. I'm I going to tell you like, if we're, if we're like, talking about the movie Titanic, I'm like, yeah, it's a great movie. Iceberg hits, dude dies. <laughs> right? Like, you're like, Oh, okay, cool. Let me tell you about the rest of the movie. You're like, no, I mean the guy, the, the dude dies, right? The iceberg happens. But if I'm like, I hook you, With a certain line right that's the first three to five seconds and then i start telling you the story of it's crazy you'll never believe this but a guy that comes from literally nothing ends up falling in love with this girl who comes from everything and Mm. here's what happens and then i go but then guess what happens next they're on this boat they're in the middle of the ocean it's really cold and boom this iceberg appears out of nowhere and you're like oh my god what what happens with the iceberg in the ship do they hit the ice they do hit the iceberg now i'm not gonna tell you he dies and all that stuff yet i'm gonna keep going Right. I'm going to mm-hmm. keep explaining. They get on the raft. They try to get out, but then there's only a certain, you know, there's only a certain amount of room on the board, which I don't know why they didn't couldn't yeah. it out. He got on top of hers. I'm like, yeah. yeah, find a board, you know, questionable. It's questionable. <laughs> Come on, Jack, let's go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Great movie, by the way. I'm a big Leo fan. And I think, um, it's a phenomenal movie, but it's storytelling. A lot of it's storytelling. Mm-hmm. It's bringing something to life. That's what I try to do in my content. That's what I do in my content is I'll take a, a concept and I'll just literally act it out and bring it to life because people they want to see how it ends. They're interested. There's characters, there's some depth to it.
0: I really like that. You might have ruined the Titanic for a lot of people listening. But
1: <laughs> if you haven't seen the Titanic, I don't know what kind of <laughs> iceberg you've been living under because <laughs> it's, it's quite the movie, but my apologies. If anyone was planning on renting that after this and then yeah. just
0: Other than surprised. that, you're giving us a lot of value here. So I want to dive in deeper. Okay. <laughs> Let's say there's a listener right now ready to get on LinkedIn, ready to make video content. How does that person start? All this strategy is great, but just getting started. Yeah. What's just, the first just, step?
1: I mean, don't overthink it, just start, right? But, <laughs> but if you're going to think about it, but if you're yeah. going to think, because some people overthink, they're mm-hmm. like, Alex, I need to literally. I've had clients when they first start working, be like, ah, oh, I ordered my microphone and my green, my all this stuff. And I'm like, dude, just post a video. You know, like, Mm -hmm. but but let me say this, because this is important. What I teach people is you need to understand what your brand is and who you represent, what you represent as a person, right? So it's, it's good. I think it's a good practice to sit back for a second for a couple minutes reflect and just say, Hey, what is my, what do I want my brand to be? What do I want to represent? What is the purpose behind what I'm doing? You know, my product, my service, but what does it mean? What does it mean to me? What does it mean to my audience? Why is it so important? What's the impact that I want to make? That's super important because if you're just putting out tips and there's no depth or, or purpose behind what you're doing, it's just kind of shallow, right? So mm-hmm. reminding yourself of why you're doing what you're doing. And then it quickly shifts to your target audience. Who's your audience? <laughs> like you may want to talk, I might want to talk about Titanic and movies all day, but my customers need help creating content that converts to customers. They need help building their brand. They need help on how to make a good video that pops that grabs attention and engagement. So if I'm talking about like, you know, I saw this really great Netflix series and it was awesome. Cool. I might, I might think that's amazing, but it doesn't necessarily all of what I matter. It also matters what my customers or potential customers want. So you got to, you should be talking about something that you're passionate about, that you're excited about. Otherwise it's going to show that you're not, but you do got to think about, okay, if I was my potential customer and I'm scrolling through the feed, what would be interesting to me? What would I wanna learn about? What would I wanna be entertained about? What would I wanna laugh or smile about? What would I wanna be motivated around? Like, so I think you, you have to think about those two things. And then you just, you know, you come up with your own strategy. What am I gonna talk about? How often, what are the mediums? Video, text, picture, mix it up. Figure out what works best for you. How do you unleash your own creative? If I was an amazing artist, I'd be posting pictures of drawings. stuff. So, like, I'm actually gonna start doing that because I found an, an artist that we're gonna start doing some creative stuff together but it's, it's not my thing, right? I can't draw. Mm-hmm. If I could sing, I would mix in singing in my video. Like, so I think people got to think about what they're naturally, what they can naturally bring out and use that in some of their content. You may be a really good writer. So it's like, cool, write some really good copy. You know, you may be a good picture taker, or illustrator, whatever it is for me it was the acting and music thing and, and bringing the video to life. And so I use that, but, but part of it's, you just got to go.
0: I think you really hit the nail on the head with that that piece of value right there—it's that you have to have intention behind your videos. Mm -hmm. You have to, and that's why I think people overthink it too. It's like, how am I going to tie all these videos together? Why am I putting this out there? Whereas you have to have intention, but you have to bring it back to your target audience to your brand. Because what I was going to ask you next is, okay, people have been posting, but they're not getting leads. Why? And it's just, it's for that reason. Exactly.
1: Yeah. It it could be, it could be a lot of different reasons, you know, but, but a lot of it, a lot of times it's the content's just not very good and it's not targeted enough to the target audience, to the the ideal Mm -hmm. clientele. Right. But there's other things too, like your profile has to be optimized. So I was talking to somebody earlier today and their profile was just terrible. I couldn't even literally couldn't even tell what they were doing, what they do Mm -hmm. when I looked at their profile. So I'm like, how, even if you put out the greatest piece of content in the world, when they go to your profile, they don't have a clue what you do or how you help your customers. So of course, they're not going to reach out to you and start a conversation. So it all ties together. The profile has got to be optimized. The content's got to reflect your brand and what you offer. And it's got to connect with your your audience. It's got to connect with your your base, right? The people that you want to do business with. That's that's what a brand does. It connects your audience to to what you offer. So all this stuff kind of has to uh, run together simultaneously. Otherwise it's just, it's like a car not having like, you know, the transmission or the, you know, you got a great engine, but then there's no tires on it. So you got to make sure your, your marketing machine is, is put together and and all they're running on all cylinders.
0: So I'm assuming that after you post a video on LinkedIn, people are going to go to your profile to see if they want to work with you. And then they reach out to you. Is Mm -hmm. that the funnel to get the videos to generate leads?
1: Yeah, it's one of the funnels one of the one of the major funnels is is dms so you you create a you know a good video that's bringing value to your audience mm-hmm. and you may drop a call to action in the comments to say hey if you want to learn if this was interesting to you ask me about my five week linkedin video boot camp or ask me how i help people like generate you know uh, revenue for their business through content i'd love to share more about that send me a dm or you may funnel them to a newsletter or to you know, your LinkedIn group. I have a LinkedIn group that we've gotten over almost 400 people in in just a few weeks because when I post, I'll, I'll make the offer that they can mm-hmm. join my free group where I post weekly tips on how to create better content, how to unleash your creative and how to generate revenue. So there's really a, a multitude of ways that you could drive traffic and get people to. The question is what's gonna work best for you and, and what's gonna convert the quickest.
0: And I think the key there is the call to action. So yes, putting out a video, but also making sure that you're including a call to action in the video and probably in the comments and then probably also on your profile page.
1: Yeah, for sure. And you don't always have to have a strict direct call to action, but mm-hmm. you got to elicit something from that person. So from the viewer. So it's either an emotional reaction that makes them want to like, wow, that was really good. I, or that made me think about this in a totally different way. I got to, mm-hmm. who is this person? I got to figure out more about this. I need, I need help with this. Or it is a call to action where you're saying, Hey, DM me now to learn more about this, this, and this, um, or you put, Hey, here's my free, you know, video that you can download. If you want more of what I just talked about here, I've got 10 minutes, more of uh, really good content click here. You can download the free training and then you get their email address and then you can always retarget and that kind of stuff. So there's a, there's a ton of ways to do it, but yeah, it's intentional. It's, you got to think about where am I trying to take my, my audience with this message? How do I connect it to, to kind of what I do?
0: Yeah, I think that's key. And with the call, intention, brand, thinking about your audience, call to action, making mm-hmm. sure there's a funnel that leads them in the right direction. That's why they're called leads.
1: Right, yeah, well, you, gonna... you gotta lead them.
0: And <laughs> at the same point,
1: there's also the, there's also the opportunity for people to create general content that appeals mm-hmm. to not just your target audience, but a wider audience because that casts the net and that gets more people to you so you can build or, build a bigger audience in general because just because they're not in your target audience doesn't mean they don't have somebody in their connection or their uh, follower yeah. list that knows somebody. So when they comment on your stuff, they bring in other people that now see that your post because somebody else commented on it. And so like today's post was about my, you know, four year old daughter, um, Riley, who I just had a really cool moment with her a couple of days ago and I shared it. It was very relatable to mm-hmm. uh, any human being to be honest, but definitely, definitely if you're a parent, but really to any human being, just on the impact that we make on people. And sometimes we don't realize how big it is and how impactful it is. And to remind people that, you know, why you're doing what you're doing is to make an impact. But again, it's general content, but it really is applicable to my brand because my company name is impacts marketing. It's unleashed the creative. It's helping make a difference in people's lives. Mm -hmm. So it's still, everything I do is still on brand and it still ties back to the purpose or the mission, but it's a, it's, it's not talking about LinkedIn video every single second.
0: Yeah. And out of curiosity, how many times do you post a week, like a video?
1: Three videos a week. And then, um, now I'm mixing in the posts between that lives between that. So I'm going to, I'm trying to get on once a day. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Between picture posts and videos and, you know, live sessions, that kind of stuff.
0: Do you recommend people just starting do the exact same thing?
1: Um, I think you have to think about a, a couple different factors. One is, how many different platforms are you gonna be on? Which ones are best for you? How much time do you have?
0: Mm-hmm. Um,
1: but the more, the more you can post, um, the better, assuming that it's good quality content. Doesn't mean it needs to be the overly done, super high production, I'm not talking about that. I just mean, good quality means it's valuable to your audience. It's worth somebody sharing to somebody else in the same industry, you know? So it's, it's a message that hits people, that makes them take action. Um, yeah, I
0: remember one of your videos. It was just like uh, one of these.
1: Yeah. Selfie video. A
0: selfie video. And that's the one that encouraged me to post a selfie video as well. Cause that's, I'm like, if Alex right. is doing it, that's I right. can do it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's right. And so, yeah, and that's, a, if that's how it resonated with you and, and definitely mm-hmm. it did for other people, cause I got a lot of responses from that, then that was a good piece of content, but it was done from my phone.
0: What metrics should we be looking at to make sure that our content is resonating with our target audience?
1: the comments, the DMS, Mm -hmm. you definitely want to study what people are saying, right? Like when I, when I really knew that my content was coming together, I mean, one, I mean, there's a couple metrics outside of that, where you would look at how many meetings am I setting up? How many leads am I generating? How many customers? There's that on the back end, but on the front end, it's engagement views, that kind of stuff. But when I really knew my content was coming together in the beginning, it was more on the entertaining side. And it wasn't as good at tying in the message as to what I did. You know, I wasn't, Now I'm like laser focused and I know how to do a video and make it tie right back to what I do. Mm -hmm. When I first started, I wasn't like that. When I really noticed my content was coming together was when people would drop comments and say, man, that was really entertaining, but I also got a lot of value out of that. Like that makes me want to rethink my content strategy. People would reach out and DM me and say, I love that last video. I was laughing, but then by the end, I was thinking I need to reach out (laughs) because I need help with my videos. (laughs) So it was like, and that's when, and I started getting those consistently. And I was like, that's when I, that's when I knew I was like, I'm, I'm, that, that feedback. Was, because yeah, feedback from your audience, from the mm-hmm. community, that's the best feedback to get because they're consuming your, your content every day or every week. And I knew in that moment, I was like, I'm, I'm hitting it. Like, I'm not that I'm yeah. going to always get, try to get better, but I knew I was on the right track because people, what I thought I was putting out was like, in my mind, I was like, I think my content's to a point where it's entertaining, but it's still credible and I'm still adding a lot of value for people. Because if you're just the funny or the entertaining, no one's gonna buy from you, right? You you can't just be that. And if you're just a credible and ultra educational, sometimes you're too boring and you're just not interesting. You're not gonna, people aren't gonna consume your content. So I was like, how do I make something that's really valuable, but that's also packaged in an entertaining way? And when I started getting the feedback, I was like, I'm on it, I'm on target. Now it's just going, now it's just scaling from here.
0: And it's those comments that we should be looking for, those private messages to give us the feedback that we need like yes we're on the right track and i'm just i'm also curious you said that you weren't quite hitting it at the beginning do you do you remember why or like what was wrong
1: yeah i just wasn't as intentional i used to think about how can i make you know an entertaining video that's has to do with my industry but i wasn't like really connecting it to say okay alex but how at the end of this video are you gonna make people feel in terms of them wanting to reach out to you to learn more about what you do or Mm -hmm. to partner with you, right? It was just about making people, you know, entertained and laugh and it was about the creative. I had to put the business lens on and say, cool, but can you, you can still make it somewhat creative, but how do you make it translate to actual business?
0: Mm. Wow, that's super intense because right now, the people who are listening are probably thinking the exact same thing. Is there like a few or like two tips two three tips that you can give people to make that transition?
1: Well I think most people I, I think most people don't try to go overly creative in the beginning I think most people try to do um, they try to put out you know tips videos and that kind of stuff like I think more people gravitate towards that I think most people fail to put out content in the beginning because they're worried what people are gonna say and they're nervous about it and then the people that do they put out videos but it's like three or four minutes of them just kind of with a lot of fluff and then going on and on about a certain subject that could have probably been one minute if they would have done it right. So I think most people make the opposite. I was the weird one where I was like ultra create. I wanted to bring like so much creativity to my videos and stuff that I got lost in it at times. And I was like, okay, I need to dial this back. And, and really I just thought about, I just asked myself a, qu- a quick question at the end or when I started scripting all my videos. And I would ask myself, how are you going to convert this video into revenue for your, the business? And when I asked myself that question, I said, "Well, I'm going to need to make people feel a certain way. I'm going to need, I'm going to need there to be a call to action. I'm going to need there to be a connect uh, something that connects me back to the solution to this problem at the end.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, I'm
1: going to have to take them down a certain path. So I just started scripting out my videos with just more intention.
0: Mm, that's a good that's a good tip because I like I've made videos in the past, mm-hmm. but I never script them. I just write notes because then I feel like I always have to do a lot of takes and I'm not the greatest at video editing. So I wanted to avoid that at all costs. Um,
1: Well, and you don't even have to script your videos out necessarily. That's some of what I do. But also, even if you think about, for example, I even think about if I'm on this podcast right now, in the mm-hmm. back of my mind and before I'm not just thinking about cool I'm a guest on Laura's podcast we're going to rock this thing have some fun get some value I'm also thinking about how do I how do I also at the same time provide enough value and sort of connect people subconsciously back to what I do and make them want to reach out after listening to this podcast right mm-hmm. so and I'm also thinking about what's the micro content that I can pull from this and use to post on LinkedIn or for you to use to post on LinkedIn Mm -hmm. So I'm always, you're just thinking a couple levels ahead of where people, when they first start, they're just kind of thinking about, I'm going to post something and hope it does well versus Mm -hmm. going into every conversation, every script, every video, every post, really thinking about how does it connect back? And that's not to say that like there's some, there's some posts that you're going to do that are just like off the cuff and that's fine too. I don't think people need to overthink it, Mm -hmm. but the grand scheme of things, your overall strategy should revolve around how is it going to lead to business? because. If you're just putting out content and it's not generating revenue, you're going to get exhausted from it because it's just a lot of work and it's not paying off.
0: Well, if I learned anything from this chat with you is that you're going to use the Titanic story to generate business. (laughs)
1: Yeah, (laughs) It works. That's a great, it's such a great story. I'm sure I could find, I probably could pull a couple marketing things from that video or that movie.
0: Okay. You're going to use that, that clip. I know it. Yeah. Yeah. Just before wrapping up um, this conversation, I want to ask you for people who are ready to take it to the next level with their video content um, and they don't want to do the selfie thing, is there like three pieces of equipment that you can suggest people to yeah. get to start?
1: The easiest one would, you know, people would be surprised with my lack of equipment. I don't have any fancy studios or anything like that. But the reality is you could use your, if you've got a smartphone, you mm-hmm. could pull out your smartphone, hold it horizontally, not vertically, horizontally, record it, usually the, the video and the audio is good enough, and then you can plug it into some type of software system like a Filmora Nine is what I use, it's free to download, it's 69 bucks right now as we talk for a lifetime membership, so it's next to nothing. There are apps that you can use, or subtitle, which is great for adding headlines and subtitles. There's all, all types of different resources out there. So one, you could use your phone and then plug that, that video either on your app somewhere or into a video on your desktop. Um, I use a Logitech Brio camera, so it's, uh, it's nothing, again, nothing crazy. It was like a hundred and something bucks, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. And then I
1: use a Yeti mic, which was, you can find anywhere from 79 to hundred and something bucks. And that's really all you need. And then make sure your lighting's good. So you get a simple ring light. Those things are like 39 bucks these days. Mm-hmm. If you got a green screen, you're going to need a little bit more lighting because it's a little bit different when you're trying to blend backgrounds. It does have to be decent lighting, but, but all of this can, you know, you can, you can get a whole setup for a couple hundred bucks
0: i did not know that about the green screen because i was thinking about getting one but i think i'm gonna have to get more lighting if i'm gonna go with that route
1: it doesn't need to be anything crazy or super professional it just you can't have like dark spot like probably this ring light right here that i have on right now would probably be enough to light up a green screen and be fine right you just it just can't be it can't be spotty it's got to be pretty just solid light coming in that covers the green screen
0: Okay. That makes sense.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, Alex, thank you so much. And before leaving, can you tell everybody the best place to get in touch with you?
1: Um, email's great. A, a- Sheridan at impacts.com. LinkedIn's fantastic. <laughs> I'm on there every single day. So shoot me a DM. I'm happy to chat with you. If you're curious about anything, um, if we have a conversation, I always promise to, to drop some value and help either way.
0: Well, thank you so much, Alex.
1: You bet. Thank you.